0: So, as I'm looking at things, the world seems to have gone completely stark, raving bonkers. I don't know if it's just me, but somehow, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. I'm talking about COVID-19. Okay, we've got this whole... COVID-19 bizarre situation started in Wuhan, spreads around the world. All of a sudden, 185 nations all follow virtually the exact same dictates as if it is being ordered from on high. Something which I thought, well, that's a mad conspiracy. But, you know, as time goes on, it kind of seems to make sense. How do you get countries like Iraq, Iran, uh, Mauritius... India, Australia, Iceland, New Zealand all to enact enact the same policy at the same time it's just unprecedented it never happens so if this is a real virus and the world is acting on any kind of rational basis it wouldn't have worked this way everybody would have enacted their own policies And you you can say, oh, well, Sweden, they've done it different. Belarus has done it different. But 95% of the world haven't. So putting it out there, there it's a manufactured crisis. If it's a manufactured crisis, a lot of the pieces of the jigsaw kind of fall into place. Starts in Wuhan. It's decided in advance which countries are going to take the biggest hit. Decided in advance because it's quite possible that there is actually no virus at all. And there are medical people who are saying this. There's actually well-qualified medical people like Dr. Andrew Kaufman and others who are saying the virus has never been isolated. There's also people blowing the whistle on the whole excess deaths thing. There has been some excess deaths in some countries but there's tremendous amounts of evidence building up that those excess deaths are as a result of the lockdowns because this is unprecedented that you quarantine the healthy. You don't quarantine the healthy, you quarantine the sick. You quarantine the sick. So if either there is no virus or the the, the illness is not viral, there's really scope for the powers that be, and I'll come on to that in a moment, to manipulate this whole situation and decide how many COVID cases there's going to be in particular countries. Because virtually everything can be reclassified as a COVID case. And the number of positive tests can vary from country to country because if you're pulling off a scam, you wouldn't make every country the same. The fact that countries are different from each other actually makes it look more real unless you look a little bit deeper. And when you look a bit deeper, you find the hospitals are not any busier than last year, that deaths from respiratory conditions are pretty much the same as last year. And the number of people, even if you accepted the conventional wisdom that COVID-19 is a virus, the number of people who've died directly from COVID-19 is actually incredibly small and yet the whole world has gone into lockdown the whole world is terrified the whole world is r- people are just running around like headless chickens you look like a country at a country like india where it's been estimated two hundred thousand people have died as a result of the lockdown they've got the most draconian lockdown in the whole world you can't go two kilometers from your home A country of 1 billion people. A country where people have been dying like flies of all kinds of different diseases over the years. And yet suddenly the government goes crazy about COVID-19. It doesn't make any sense. Have all these governments of the world suddenly started to really deeply care about their citizens? Cambodia, Thailand, many other countries I could mention. They don't have a great track record of really caring about the health of their citizens. But no, no, this is all about the health of the citizens. No, It's about control and manipulation. So who's controlling it? It's the cult that's running this earth. The politicians are clueless. They are taking their orders from on high. And there's very rich and powerful people who have incredible influence in this world. I'm not going to say that I agree or disagree as far as conspiracy theories are concerned with relation to people like Bill Gates. But what I would say is that he's got a phenomenal amount of power for somebody who's basically a computer geek. And because he's the main donor to the World Health Organization, he eventually he effectively owns them, so he can dictate their policies. And those policies are then followed by governments around the world. So yes, Bill Gates can control the policies of governments around the world. And Bill Gates comes from a long line of eugenesis. He's he said that he wants to half the population of the world and that this will be done through family planning and through vaccines. Well, how can it be done through vaccines? Vaccines are supposed to save lives, right? But in this case, you can use vaccines to have an effect on the reproductive ability of human beings to affect fertility. So there is the, the, the incentive as far as cutting down the population of the world is concerned. So. That is the conspiracy theory. Is it true? Is it not? I don't know, but I'm just putting it out there. I completely dismissed as cranky the whole 5G conspiracy, but I've now listened to very, very reputable people slamming 5G, and I think everybody should listen to those arguments. Make up your own mind, but listen to the arguments. The mainstream media won't let you hear the arguments. Now, there are very reputable people, hundreds and hundreds of reputable scientists who are saying that 5G has never been tested and that 5G can drastically affect health, including uh, respiratory health, interestingly enough. And while this whole lockdown has been happening, 5G has been uh, going ahead, turbocharged all around the world at an incredible rate, incredible pace. Apparently, it's... uh, what. It has to go on, even dur- during this time. It has to go on. You can't stop 5G. That's necessary work. That's essential. That's essential work. So these 5G towers are going up everywhere. A uh, thousand times as powerful as 4G. And 4G, it seems now to me, has been proven to have detrimental health effects. So I wonder if the, this stuff all ties together. I mean, just hear me out on this one. Let's suppose... There really is a cult controlling the world. And what they want to do is create a fake pandemic in order to divide society, in order to get people compliant and doing as they are told. There's no better way to get people to do as they're told than to terrify them and to make them think that they're going to die. And those very powerful people at the top, they would be concerned under normal circumstances that the masses underneath them might rebel at some stage. So therefore, what they like to do is to divide the people. And I think Black Lives Matter is about dividing the people. I hate racism, totally hate it. But Black Lives Matter has been taken over. It's been taken over. It's funded by George Soros to a great extent, who's not really got a great track history of caring spe- particularly about black people. And this is a complete and utter con. So people will go out and riot and they rail against the 1% and the 1% are actually funding what they are doing. They want black people to riot all over the world. They want it. Because they want black and white divided. They want families divided. They want people not to be able to show... um, emotion not to be able to show uh, not to be able to hug each other not to be able to greet each other in a loving way it's utterly ridiculous families are being broken or people are not being able to go to funerals of loved ones to funerals of children and this is the new normal look at that phrase the new normal what they're telling us is that they've changed society forever and society has been changed forever unless we fight back we're headed towards a dystopian Orwellian nightmare unless we fight back, unless we say, hey, something's not right. Because here's the thing, if they're controlling the whole thing, as far as COVID-19 is concerned, they can have us back in the bunker, back in our homes at any time at all, because they can simply reclassify deaths again as COVID-19 deaths and call us all back inside. And that's it. And this time, it will be even worse. They'll make sure that the figures are even worse, that there's more apparent deaths than before. And now, the vast bulk of people will become really compliant. Oh, we better just do what they say. we better do what the government says. Otherwise, we might die. Our life is in mortal danger. Thankfully, there are people who seem to be resisting. I take my hat off to all the people who went down to Bournemouth Beach in the UK, except for the fact that they left litter behind, which I don't approve of at all. But other than that, I like the fact that people said, screw this, we're going out. Pubs are now open and people are being uh, treated in some quarters almost as if they're criminals. If they actually go to the pub, this is in the UK I'm talking about. Well, go to the pub, enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. Because do you know what? There isn't this danger that they're talking about this danger doesn't exist it's an illusion it is just a complete con job it's a scam that's being pulled off and it's um, like a placebo effect I suppose you know you have a placebo effect with with, with drugs if you get told oh the the, the sugar pill is going to do you good it will do you good but this is a negative, sort of nasty placebo effect, and it's created this great fear and the perception that there's this terrible, imminent danger, and the danger isn't there. I live in Thailand, and I went on a train the other day, the Sky Train, and there was a message concerning COVID 19, which basically said, To save us all from COVID-19, please. No talking on the train. No talking. This is how ridiculous it's getting. And everybody dutifully obeyed. Everybody sat on the train and nobody said a word. Everybody was wearing their mask. Nobody talked. We had alcohol banned in Thailand. Alcohol was banned because apparently that's going to uh, save you from COVID-19. This is how ridiculous it's got. So, anyway, that's just a few of my thoughts. In the coming weeks, I'm going to have a chat with people about this subject. We'll have a conversation, a bit of an interview, and see if we can shed some light on what's going on. Despite everything I've said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know exactly what's going on. I just know that something's very strange, and a lot of what's being said by people who doubt the official narrative certainly makes a lot of sense to me it could be leading towards compulsory vaccines and that's another issue altogether because if it's not a virus the vaccine is useless the vaccine could just be getting used for very um, well almost evil purposes in fact and this is a possibility And we may not be able to travel or do anything without a vaccine, which could actually be causing us significant harm. So think about that. We could all be forced to have a vaccine which causes us significant harm. And I only hope and pray that vast numbers of people will refuse it, will refuse the vaccine and will say screw you to Bill Gates and all the others who are trying to force this upon us. We are at a very pivotal moment, I believe, in the history of the world. And what happens next is dependent upon the reaction of the human race. Politically, I'm left-wing, but I can't believe how many left-wingers have totally swallowed the government line on this We should be suspicious of the media. Look how the BBC tried to destroy Jeremy Corbyn. We should be suspicious of the official narrative. We should be very suspicious of it. And we should be looking behind the scenes, behind the headlines. We should be questioning everything. And just because some people on the right are questioning doesn't mean that we can't. Politics sometimes makes strange bedfellows. So come on. People of the earth, unite. Unite. Don't let this happen. Don't march into a dystopian nightmare. So that's my thoughts for today. And we will continue next time. Take care.